Today on this episode of Dis Journey, Remy had the chance to sat down with Alex from the Dis His podcast and with his good friend Chris. The crew talked about Disney's Plus newest series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So stick around, don't go anywhere. You are now listening to Dis Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Enjoy. That's right, guys. You're listening to Diz Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Man, guys, we have a great program for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. We can talk about the latest episode of... Uh, well, this past episode of WandaVision, we can talk about that for a little bit. And, of course, we can talk about the newest episode, the very first episode of the uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. So we, talk, we can talk about that for a little bit if you guys are interested. Uh, and we'll just go from there. So welcome, everybody. My name is Remy. And with me, yes, guys, Joe is not here tonight. But another member of the Diz His podcast is joining us tonight. It's Alex. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Not much, man. So... You have a buddy that's joining us tonight, and you know what? I'm just, we're just gonna call him the professor tonight. That 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 is what we're gonna call him. We're we're gonna call him the <laughs> professor. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? I'm Chris. Uh, I paid Alex to be on tonight. It wasn't very uh, cheap, so I just want to make the best of my time here. No, no, guys. His name's not Chris. His name is the professor. All right. His name is the professor. <laughs> Two R's. Yeah. Some people call me the professor some people call me chris alex you can call me anytime wasn't wasn't that a uh wasn't that basketball player a player name called the professor if it was it's probably the lamest nickname in basketball history no. so no because you take people to school baby that's uh, right okay that's right that's fair <laughs> so what's going on guys how was your uh, how was you guys week so far busy man busy uh just doing stuff that i don't want to do Nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah, and same here. I mean, I just finished doing. I just finished doing forty-five hours this past week. So, and I'm thinking, and I have a three-day. I have a three-day weekend, so I'm happy. So you know, there you go. I'm like money, money. Let's do it. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) So I was playing a game recently before we uh, before I jumped on. I was playing uh, Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen. Have you guys ever heard about that game? Oh yeah, yeah, with the. uh, oh gosh, his name Cal, right? Yeah, Cal. Yeah. So I played a little bit of that. The whole storyline is is really well done. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they didn't make a uh, a movie out of it. You know. Hey, you never never say never. It's true. I mean, do you, I mean, do you think you think maybe John Favreau can make up a uh, you know like a quick storyline and maybe maybe have that in a series of the next I don't know Mandalorian or like a separate episode. Yeah, I think everything's on the table, especially after we, what we saw in this last season. I mean, he's going to, you know, he's bringing the uh, cartoons to the big screen. He's bringing, you know, all these people that we hear about and read about onto the, uh, the TV screen now. So I think everything's on the table, which is pretty exciting. I can't, I can't agree more. I mean, it's it's John Favreau. I mean, who can I say no to John Favreau's freaking movies, you know? I know. I couldn't say no. I mean, his first, I mean, his first movie was a freaking Christmas movie. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't even know that. Elf. Yeah, I didn't even know that. So I started looking up his first movie. Oh, wait, that wasn't his first movie. What was his first movie? First movie was uh, with um, oh my god, I'm so Vince, not Vince Vaughn. Yes, Vince Vaughn. What? We were in uh, Las Vegas. I forget the name of it. Oh crap! What was that? 
Well then, you know what? Hold on. I, since we have my, since I have my laptop open, I'm gonna do some. Uh... I'm, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing it right now. Are oh, you doing it right now? <laughs> All right. So what is it? I'm looking it up. Well, guys, since uh, <laughs> since uh, Alex is uh, looking it up, uh, this is a great time to mention our sponsor. Uh, you guys, if you guys are over by the Mills District area, go check out. Uh, Thirsty Toford, you guys will have a great beer. You guys will get a discount if you guys mention Remy's Remy's Roundtable. So you will get a discount off your beer tab. And if you guys head over to the Milk District, you will get um, a discount off of your meal at Pom Poms. So that's over by the Milk District area. They're located right there in the Bumby Plaza area. And uh, coming up in a few weeks, guys, we'll be uh, getting another sponsor for the program. So you guys do not want to miss this out because these guys have been in the business for many years and uh, their burgers are fantastic. So, uh, yeah. So, all right. So, what was, Alex, what, what was the movie, man? So, you're kind of right. His first major directive movie is Elf. You're kind of you're right. Right. Swingers is his, his first Sw- written, uh, Swingers. With Vince Vaughn. Which I thought he directed, which he didn't. So he was. I love swingers. So he was in that movie, but he didn't direct the movie. No, so he wrote it. Okay, so his first directed movie was Elf, and then what was it? Was it Chef next? No, Chef was a way. Was oh a wow, that was a really good one. That's one of my favorites. It's made. Made. We've also we've also brushed over the oh, fact no. that you guys actually his first directed movie is called Made with Vince Vaughn. What is up with him? What is up with him and Vince Vaughn? Oh, they were they were really good friends. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lifelong friends get involved in a money laundering scheme through a low-level organized crime group. Okay. That was before Elf. That was his directive before Elf. Oh. Okay. Okay. That sounds that sounds like a movie that I would want to watch, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's go see it. All right, bring it on. Let's go see it. So. Just kind of brushed over the fact that you guys have a milk district. A milk district, yeah. So it's a, um, so yeah. You know, you know what the uh, the the famous milk factory called T G Lee. Yeah. You're from Jersey, okay? So we have this uh, area. It's called Milk District. It's like where all the hipsters go to. You know, some uh, kind of cool like hipster bars. But there's this uh, food place that they have really good sandwiches soups teas and they're open till four o'clock in the morning so and of course they are my sponsor and they're like and i know the uh the owner of it very well because she used to be my old boss so she goes Uh, so she goes you know what i'll be your i'll be your guest on your podcast and i'll be your sponsor too i'm like thank you so much so what so what do i get oh she goes oh you get you get everything for free when you come in, so I get free food, I get free drinks, free everything. Wow. So, and I, I get s- some. I might get some different glasses. Head down there to Sam Remy. There you go. Hey, that's not cool, bro. That's not I'm cool. Shave. Thanks a lot, Professor. All right, that's not cool, man. <laughs> so, guys, I have a. Uh, we're not. Gonna, we're actually not gonna play Tuesday's birthday game because I totally forgot to print up the uh, Tuesday birthday game so i'm gonna give you guys thursday's uh birthday game this this game is you guys just guess on uh how old these celebrities are okay so all right thursday or this coming thursday this coming thursday which is the uh 25th i believe okay. yes yeah. uh yes the 25th 
So if you guys are ready, I'm gonna give you guys these celebrities. All right. So here we go. You you guys have seven celebrities. You guys have to guess their ages. So so here we go. Uh, actress number one, uh, Catherine McPhee. Name does not mean. Anything. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 47. All right, 47 for the prof for the professor. Uh, Alex, where are you going, man? Um. I mean, I have nothing to go with, so I'm gonna, since he said 47, I'm going to go with 53. Alright, so I'm going to give you guys a hint on this uh, actress. She's a singer, and she was, uh, her self-titled right? self self debut album was released on RCA Records, and she was in, uh, let's see here, uh... Uh, she was on Amer she was on American Idol, so she, I guess she, is way too high. that's way too high for her. Yeah. Uh, she she was in uh, the House Bunny, uh, Shark Night, uh, Karen uh, Karen Cartwright, and she was on uh, the show called Smash and Scorpion. Some of my favorites. So yeah, she was in uh, she was in those she was in those uh, shows. So. So you said so. So the professor said forty-seven. And Alex, what uh, what age do you think? How old, how old do you think she is today on Thursday? Well, I said fifty-three before I knew anything about her. Okay, well but she. Let's let's, uh, let's change our guesses now. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give I'll give you guys a, a new picks. So if she was on American Idol and say I used to watch American Idol in like middle school. So let's right. Say, okay. So say that was two thousand nine. Say she was twenty-one in two thousand nine. Okay. All right. Let's just do. That. Let's do. All right, I'm gonna say 32. All right, 32 for for the professor for Chris. Uh, Alex, where are you going with, man? I'm going with 30. She's turning 35 on Thursday. Okay. So Chris will get that point. Uh, how about this uh, comedian? Which I don't like her com her her stand up that much, but I like her as a voice actor. She played this little this little little lamb. On uh, Zootopia, uh, okay. her name is yeah. Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. All right, so Jenny is not a young person's name. No, she is not. I like so. Jenny Slate. Oh, I don't know Jenny Slate. Oh uh, yeah, I like her. She was on uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Yep, she was on Parks and Rec. Oh, what, what, what character? She was okay. So you know the guy who does a voice for on. Um, uh, he does a voice on Louis doing, and he does. Um, I'm sorry, Scrooge, the new Scrooge show. Uh, the Louis, uh, Louis, 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 yes. Never seen. He's it. one of the voice actors on that, the tall, skinny one. He's on Community, and she's her his sister on the show. Okay, but but Parks and Rec. <laughs> sorry, Parks, Parks, Parks and Rec. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. She was in a. She she was also in a Bob's Burgers too. Yeah, she does Bob's Burgers a little bit too. That one either. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess she is 40. 40. All right, say, 40 for Alex. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 51. She is. Wait. She's turning 39 on oh, Thursday. Oh, she's so turning 39 on Thursday. All right, how about this guy? We all know him. Uh, he, he plays. He plays Rocket Man almost every single concert. Elton John. Oh, Elton John. I went to an Elton John concert once, by the way. Oh, really? Where? Uh, where? 
I don't know. I was really little. I fell asleep during the concert. You fell asleep during Elton John? Man, that's messed up, bro. That is totally I was, messed I was up. Like, I was like probably in like second grade, I swear to God. My you, mom just took me to second grade and you just fell asleep through Elton John's music. I, I hope it's man. man, I hope it wasn't uh I hope it wasn't during uh candle candlelight or uh what's that one what's that one he song he does? He has some soft ones that rock you right to sleep. Oh yeah. Candlelight, <laughs> uh, uh the, the the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> I'm doing some math here. I'm gonna say seventy two. Alright, seventy two for Chris. Alex, where are you going with that? Did you carry math? the two, Chris? Did you carry the two? I, no, I actually added eight, subtracted six, and then multiplied that to, by the common denominator of Paul Oh no, he uh, he he did so much math in his head he couldn't remember how old these celebrities are. Yeah, <laughs> so pretty good at seventy-two. All uh, right, seventy-two for with... Alex. Where, Alex, where are you going, man? What was seventy-six? He is t he is turning seventy-four on oh. Thursday. Well, that's right in the middle. Of right in the middle. Right in the middle. Uh, wow. How about this actress? You guys seen her in in the famous uh, HBO TV hit series Sex and the City? Oh. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. And she that's still looks good, by the way. No, she that's an interesting one. She still yeah. looks amazing. She looks pretty decent. Yeah. She does not. She looks like an old hag who has too much. That was hell she is not a hag. Thanks a lot, wifey. She's a hag. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. Damn, my wife, my wife has caught her out. Howard. <laughs> Let's see. Sarah Jessica I think it's my guess, right? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go with, uh... Fifty. Oh, I was gonna go with fifty, so I'll go forty-nine. Alright, let me see here. She is turning... Sarah... Sarah Jessica Parker is turning 56 on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. How about uh, how about Danica Patrick? Oh, Danica Patrick, that's an interesting one. I'm gonna say 39. Ooh, 39 for Chris, Alex. I'm gonna say 37. She's turning 40 on Thursday. Oh man. 40. All right. How about how about wow. this, how about this rapper, uh, Big Sean? Big Sean. Okay, go ahead, Alex. Big Sean's turning, uh, 26. Alright, 26, 26. I'm turning 26, he's turning 29. He is turning 33 on Thursday. Oh, 33? 32 at first, I thought that was too old. Now I feel old. Alright, and finally, how about, uh, Marcia Cross? I don't know who that is. All right, so all right, let me go ahead and tell, let me go ahead and bring up some. Uh, let me bring her up real quick. All right, Marcia Cross is. I looked at a photo of her just so you And she is she is a redhead, and she is she's pretty hot. <laughs> Not gonna lie, uh, she was in the uh, famous show called Desperate Housewives. Uh, uh, she she oh. was. Oh, I know her. Yeah, the redhead in De Desperate yeah. Desperate Housewives. She had some aging issues on that show. She could have been 25 or 45 in that show, and I would have believed either number. Oh no, she could be like she could be any age if she wanted to. And I'm like, yeah, that's not her. That is definitely not her. She reminds me of that that witch with the necklace from Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, her? Khaleesi? That's, no, 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 the one with the, that magic necklace. That's not Khaleesi, That's not Khaleesi, is it? 
Oh, okay. Go ahead, Alex, whose turn is this? Uh, it's, it's either or. Um, I'm gonna go with 53. Alright, 53. I want that show came out. She's gotta be 30. Yeah, she's gotta be in her 50. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 57. What did you say, Alex? I said 53. said 53. Alright, so. Uh, so Chris, you're you're off by a good amount of years. Uh, Marcia Cross is turning sixty on Thursday. Wow, she's turning sixty. All right, so I found. Uh, so I found Tuesday's. Uh, I found Tuesday's birthdays. So, all right, here we go. So for today's, so for today's birthdays, man, you guys know him from Batman, Gangs of New York. Harry Potter, Gary Oldman. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. And did I forget to mention uh, Fifth Element? Oh, I love, I love Fifth Element. Okay, so when, who did he play in Harry Potter and Batman? And which Batman? Harry Potter. He was the guy with the long hair and the mustache. He was like every character in Harry Potter. No, he was uh, Harry <laughs> Harry Potter's uh, Godfather. Uh, yeah. Sirius Black. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then Bat, and then Batman, he played uh, Officer Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, he's such a. I'd watch anything he's in. He's such a good actor. He is. Like his makeup, like the way he, these celebrities and these different directors do his makeup. I'm like, you can't even tell if he's. <laughs> it, it's so him. He's just such a good actor. He is. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you can go first. I went first last time. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say he was 42 when Harry Potter came out, which was like what 12 years ago. Roughly so 12. 42. Yeah. Alright, 54. Yeah, he's old. Alright, what about you, Alex? Where are you, go where are you going with? 54. It's hard to say he's over 60. I say 58. He is, he, today he is 63 years old. Oh my god! 63. Alright, man, you guys know this guy. He is in. You know, he played the adult version of Simba in The Lion King. He was in uh, Fer Ferris Bueller, Matthew Broderick. Oh, wow. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Roger? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say 65. 65 for Alex, Chris. Dude, one year off. He's he is 59 today. 59 years old. I know. That Jeez. is crazy. He's 59 years yeah. old. That's a lot of grays. He's got a lot of grays. That's I true. Didn't know he played Simba. That's pretty crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so the younger version of Simba was was played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement, uh, and the adult version is Matthew Broderick. Wow. Didn't know that. He's he was only he was 18 years old when he did the part of uh, adult Simba. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. All right. How about this lady? I mean, everybody. She had her own TV show, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, she's, Rosie. Uh, Rosie. She's up there. Have you seen a photo of her recently? Uh, unfortunately. Well, I'm looking at her right now, and she has a lot of gray hairs. Yeah, but she looks way different. She, she's so skinny compared to how she used to. Oh yeah, like she she has lost so much weight that. It, it, she looks unrecognizable right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's, uh, it's my turn? Yeah, it's, it's you go, Chris. What do you got? She is 
Alright. She's like 70. Oh my gosh, you guys are so messed up, you know that? <laughs> why? Why? What is she, 45? No! She's not 45! <laughs> why are we messed up? She's she's only 59 years old. The time was not well. What did I say? I said 60 today. You said 70! <laughs> yeah, how old is she? Is? Oh, she's 70 years old. <laughs> Yeah, she's 50. Yeah, she's 59 years old, man. 59. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, okay, not that guy. That guy is a dick. So, oh no, actually no, this guy's good. Uh, okay, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Yep, Eastwood. So no, no, right? Eastwood is actually 200 years old. So let's, let's keep let's keep him at a solid 200 year old. Clint Eastwood is a good 90 years old. So if he had his son right, yeah, at the right age of 40, she definitely did. So the first film that he was in was called Flags of Our Fathers, and it was actually and it was actually directed by Clint Eastwood. Exactly. Care of him? I didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna say Clint Eastwood's son is 58. That's a good guess, but I'm gonna say 52. He is 35. He's 35 <laughs> today. Well, how <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, he's 35 years old today. <laughs> 35. Uh, was it his youngest son? Yeah, it's his young. Yeah, it's his youngest son. Yeah. And. And finally, I put and finally the last celebrity I uh, put this guy on the list because I actually like this group. Uh, he is the guitarist for uh, Sister Hazel, uh, Andrew Copeland. What, uh, Sister Hazel, what decade was that? The 90s? Mid 90s, yeah, like, like 90, uh, 90s, man. 95. Yeah, okay, so 95. He had to have gotten started at around 16 years old band right right so you figure he peaked at around 21 <laughs> so 20 he was 21 in 1995 so you gotta add 15 years right now boy boy this is a lot of math guys <laughs> 20, so he's 36 today he's 36 today all right 36 for chris alex where are you going with man he is 53 today. He did not peak at 21. <laughs> no, he did not peak at 21. <laughs> uh, I did. Well, guys, that's it for your that's it for your celebrity birthday game. And uh, when we when we come back, guys, we're gonna jump right into your theme park news, letting you guys know what is going on here uh, around the Disney theme parks, Universal theme parks, and. Uh, yeah, I have I have the list that uh, that is coming to Disney Plus this year, so you guys do not want to miss out these titles. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Diz Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify.
Welcome back guys to this journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, yeah guys, right now we're just laughing our asses off because uh, Alex just said that Rosie O'Donnell is 70 years old today. No she's not, she's only 59 years old today. <laughs> Dude, I cannot stop, I cannot stop laughing my ass off because you said that Rosie O'Donnell is 70 years old. I'm telling you, she looks like it. <laughs> there you go. So, welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me is uh, Alex from the Diz His podcast. Mm-hmm. And we have a good friend of ours who's dropping in tonight. We call him the prof- we call him the professor, but you guys can call him Chris. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Just happy to be here. All right, so. There's a couple things I want to jump into it, but uh, I want to get to the list of what's coming to Disney Plus this year. And you guys are going to flip out on what these um, the titles I'm going to say. Because right now, the only one that's out right now is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is it's really well done so far. I mean, did you guys watch the, uh, the episode on Friday? Yes. So what, unfortunately, I've not seen it. But okay. You guys can talk about it. Okay. What did you think about what did you think about the uh, the first episode of the uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Chris? Well, at the end, well, at the end when they both die, I was kind of thrown off. <laughs> oh yeah, when they, when they jump into that big volcano, yeah, it, it was kind of depressing, man. I, uh, I uh, from, from the start of that show, I was, it, was, it just had my my entertainment, it had my uh, had my attention. Yeah, because it just hit the ground running. I really like that. It was action-packed, but they're setting up the story real well, and uh, I really like it. I like how it's like they're showing kind of like a road to redemption. Right. The soldier, which I kind of like. It's a cool aspect. I it's really, cool. I really think that they could have done so much more in the first episode, but they could have added more. You know, uh, Chris Evans and a couple more cameos for the first episode because we still didn't know what was going on. With why was Falcon in you know a in Captain America's uh, memorabilia and still holding the the shield, which I think the next episode he is going to get back that shield no matter what, because 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 we think that the guy who's in that suit in the Captain America suit is not actually Captain America, you know, it's an imposter and and just be on me and I'm gonna say as nicely as possible. The guy who's wearing that suit is completely fat, and you can tell by his face. It's actually Kurt Russell's son. No way! That's Kurt yeah. Russell's son? Yeah, Kurt, yeah, but Kurt Russell didn't have to direct the show to get him a job. Take that, Clint Eastwood. Wow! So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was, um, you see all the trailers for everything you see, you know, I, that kind of threw me through a loop uh, when he gave up the, the shield. First of all, who's giving up that shield? I throw it on eBay before donating it to the Smithsonian. I don't understand the thinking behind that. Look, he's struggling for money and donated the most, his most valuable possession. That was the first uh, red flag for me. But, um, I, I, you know what? I'm a sucker for slow burn type of shows, so I really like the slow, another one, slow right. beginning. But it wasn't slow. It wasn't WandaVision slow. It was just kind of like, <laughs> we have to establish everything. Falcon's a bit of a loser, which kind of, I don't, I don't really understand why. <laughs> They just kind of show how much of a loser the Falcon is, so maybe he's gonna go through his own little redemption too. So these guys both have to redeem themselves. Yep. Okay. 
So, uh, and, and, and of yeah. course, and of course, Winter, Winter Soldier is in this uh, depression mode, so we can't really yeah. we can't really figure out who who the fuck is uh, the Winter Soldier right now. So it's yeah, like, hey, exactly. it's the Winter Soldier. Oh, he's in in a depression mode right now. based on how they get places. Superman just flies everywhere because he has common sense. Falcon has like these wings and get anywhere so quickly but he's driving around Alabama. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't I don't I just I don't I don't get that. <laughs> and uh Falcon right now is building up his very own time machine to go back to the future, pick up Doc Brown and Marty and be like, hey guys, welcome to the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Doing something. Yeah, but I'm still really interested where they're gonna go with these uh with these storylines. But I'm invested. I Right Anything they put out, they could they could put out a show about My Little Pony, and if it was part of the MCU, I'd watch and be entertained. So I'm just you know that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty sick if if My Little Pony was part of the MCU <laughs> universe. <laughs> universe. <laughs> I can't get enough of it, man. Happy, I'm watching it. Happy Pony gets uh, Captain America's superpowers. <laughs> exactly. So so with your point of view, you will you would like to see more of this series. I mean, of course, we know what's going to happen in the next episode. So, you know, I really think that Falcon is going to get the uh, the shield bag or Bucky is going to run into him and try to fight him and then get the uh, the shield from him. Yeah, because they have some bad blood between uh, the two of them. So it'll be interesting to see how they meet up, too. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I, we, that, we didn't even talk about that whole terrorist organization that, oh, yeah. uh, with that superhuman dude. So, um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on so far. So um, I hope that... I hope next episode they, they tell a little bit and give us a little more context on a lot of stuff. I hope so too. Uh, coming in coming in April, uh, on April 2nd, we're going to have, excuse me, uh, we're going to have uh, Disney's Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Uh, we're going to have a, a show called Disney Walk the Prank. And uh, then we're going to have uh, Higley Town, uh, the island at the top of the world. Third Man on the Mountain, The Last Ice, Made in a Day, Secrets of the of the Zoo, Night at the Museum, Night Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, uh, The Mighty Ducks. Yes, they're making a a whole new series on uh, the Mighty Ducks. It's coming out, nice. And yes, uh, Charlie Sheen's brother is going to be playing as uh, Coach <laughs> Coach Gordon Bombay. <laughs> I love that. I won't watch it, but I think it's really cool. I think I'm gonna. Wa- I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna pick watch it up. It? I'm gonna watch it. No, I still need to watch stuff like The Sopranos. Like I, I it's very uh, low on my list of priorities. Let, let's let, let's see. Caravan of Courage, uh, Ewoks. Uh, I'll watch that. Star Wars, Clone Wars. Like make, they're making a whole brand new series of Clone Wars. Talk about the Bad Batch. No, there's like a whole brand new like series. This is gonna call Star Wars Clone Wars. Like it's gonna be a whole new like series after series after series. Yeah, uh, and then we have the the story of the faithful Wookie. So we're gonna learn more about we're gonna learn more about uh, Chewbacca. Uh, April 9th is uh, Disney Fu- Disney Future Worm, uh, Disney Kick Batalki, Man of the House. Mark Twain and Me, uh, Squanto, Caesar, 
Caesar Millen, yes, Cesar Millen is gonna be on Disney Plus. Uh, April six, April sixteenth is a Big Shot, Treasure Buddies, White Fang Two, Earth Moods, Primal Survivor, The Kid Who, The Kid Who Would Be King, Rio. We have Secrets of Wales, Puppy Dog Pals, Live and Maddie, uh, My Music Story, Being the Queen, Baby's Day Out. And finally, we're gonna have uh, Adventures in Wonderland. So it was an old it was an old Disney uh, TV series that they're bringing back on uh, Disney Plus. So that's that's pretty much it for right there. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. Also, Alex's face light up when you said Puppy Pals is coming out. So I'm really excited for you, Alex, for that. Puppy Dog Pals. Puppy Pals. But I'm, I'm so, excited. I'm excited that they're they're bringing back. Um, I have, you know, I'm happy that they're bringing back the Mighty Ducks. So that's a huge, huge plus, you know. That was a great idea for them to do that. It's really cool when they can get these original actors on board to reprise their roles. I don't care if they come in on walkers. It's still cool to just see their face and their, right. and their old character. Right. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great, you know, a great show to, you know, to bring it up because they're bringing like all the old school hockey players who were in like the very first movies really so cool. they're bringing them on as you know mentors on the team to train you know these little little guys who who be on the newer Mighty Ducks team that's pretty neat I like what's that up? what's up yeah well except well, well except Goldberg because Goldberg is still in jail so he won't be on it they should have had that would be pretty scary, but uh, you know, remember, it's a it's a Disney family show. <laughs> you know who's on it? That's a big name. It's Lauren Graham. Really? Yeah, she plays one of the kids' moms, apparently. Really, Lauren Graham, the the mom who's in the uh, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty dope. So, Disney Disney posts uh, attraction wait times. Um, during a touch of Disney event in California. So they just, you know, started putting up the wait times at 5 to 10 minutes to surprise the guests of the reopening on April 30th at, uh, at Disney, Disneyland, California. So that's a, that's a great sign. Uh, Disney guests has said, has said this multiple times, and we have, I, I've said this personally on my, on my roundtable uh, with our guests and our, you know, audience, and they said, if you can't follow the rules, then don't go to our parks. Bottom line. Yeah, yeah, I don't really understand the outrage uh, from people like getting mad at Disney for implementing rules. Like it's a private business, and they want to, you know, they can do anything. They can make you wear, you know, a tiara. Exactly. You know what I mean? So they're lucky to just not mask. I think it's the don't scream on a roller coaster thing. That's the whole. That. That would do so. That is strange. I mean, it's been said before. It was said back in September, I think. People were like, don't scream roller coasters. People were, you know, locked in, whatever. And I guess it's not me again. Yeah, that, that, is, that is strange. I don't scream on roller coasters. I can't go something. I just keep a straight face the whole time, so there'll be no, no problem for me. Except for when the, the camera shot comes up. I just stare directly in the, in the camera. Right, which I completely, I completely understand. Uh, let's see here. It says here that uh, from social distancing measures to the encouragement of 
mobile orders at restaurants to increase of uh, to an increase of hand sanitizing stations located throughout the theme parks. Disney has been taking precautions to ensure that they are operating properly during this time. One of the biggest changes is that guests continuously talking about are the requirements to wear a face covering while at the theme parks, except when eating and drinking in a stationary position. So in my opinion, I would say wear the mask or just don't come at all. Like don't even yeah. come to the to the theme parks if you're not gonna wear your face mask. Just yeah. like right like right now, like I bought a uh, I bought a face shield so I can still wear my face mask and a face shield if I want to go back to like Universal or, Universal or Disney uh, yeah. to hang out, you know. So I won't be like too too suffocating myself, you know. Yeah, uh, I hope you, I hope you're a little lenient on the. Uh... Water, at the water parks and water rides, people don't waterboard themselves. I right. See how that would become an issue. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sea World Orlando splashes down with new looks and enhancements. According to the park's blog, they are in process of bringing new looks to the park's entrance, lighthouse, shark encounter, lakeside grill, and so much shark more. Encounter. Yeah. So the wow. well. So at Sewer Orlando, they already have a shark encounter. They're actually going to be adding new stuff to it. So new lights, new graphics, pretty much everything everything new that has to do with uh, the, their shark encounter at, uh, at SeaWorld. That's interesting. What do you, how do you encounter these sharks? It's just like a walkthrough where they're uh, going over you in the tube. Or flying over you. Right. Yeah, flying, but in the water, yeah. Oh, wow. Sounds pretty cool. Sounds so, not too bad. I like it. So yeah, I mean it's it's perfect, you know. So uh, let's see here. Uh, Blackfish ruined it for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't even watch it that much. Uh, I haven't seen it, but sorry, it, it's been ruined. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the movie didn't come out to have to ruin the park. Uh, let's see here. I have a list. I have a list of upcoming attractions that are going to uh, going to be opening up at the theme parks this year, and we okay. have. Velocity Coaster at Universal at Universal Studios. Alright, smash your pass. I'd smash that one. Oh, it's gonna be an awesome ride. It's gonna be an awesome, awesome roller coaster. Love that. So I actually rebuilt that the exact coaster on my uh, roller coaster tycoon game that I'm playing on my Xbox, and it looks exactly like the That's roller awesome. coaster. So I'm like, this looks so good. Do you have the Osprey's nest on top too? Uh, I'm working on it, <laughs> so kind of working on that. <laughs> All I see on Twitter is like every other day there's an osprey's nest on the top there. Soon, soon. Uh, I don't know if they're out of the touch. Though. Soon there'll be a bald eagle, and then there'll be a yeah. uh, a raptor up there eventually. Yeah, hopefully, right? It will. Uh, Icebreaker at SeaWorld, which is a new roller coaster they just they're opening up. Uh, Riptide Riptide Race at SeaWorld Aquatica. We got Brick Beards Water Sports Stunt Show in Legoland. We have the in I'm sorry, in the game at Icon Park. So there's gonna be a massive, massive arcade at uh, the at Icon Park, which is or by International Drive. Uh, Icon Park Slingshot. So yes, they're adding another slingshot on International Drive. Uh, a drop tower. So they're adding Icon Park Drop Tower, so a free fall drop tower over 500 feet in the air. Oh my gosh! Uh, of course, of course, we're gonna have myself that much. Exactly. Of course, we're gonna have the uh, the new Disney show uh, 
on Disney property called uh, Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life, which is a uh, a background oh, yeah. a back a background story about uh, Walt Disney and his and his animations. So yeah. Uh, Disney Springs, right? Yeah, it's going to be Disney Springs in the, uh, the previous Cirque du Soleil uh, tent, which is right near uh, House of Blues. Uh, we have uh, Star, Wars, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is the brand new Star Wars hotel. So I'm looking, oh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that, but uh, every room is going to cost about $20,000. So count me out. Yeah, so so no, that. no. Uh, nice, Disney Swan Reserve is gonna be the newest hotel on property, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it for right there. So, that's great. I a lot of new stuff coming. oh yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about this one because I will talk about it on Thursday. Uh, this past this past Saturday, uh, March twentieth, there was heavy police on Epcot property with crime with crime scene tape, multiple. Multiple guests were walking through Future World, uh, and they were being redirected around a, a coned-off area. Dozens of officers were around the, that crime scene area, and it was magically cleared around 10, a, 10 p.m. So it was gone by 10, 10 o'clock that night. Wow. So, and you know what happened? no, I did Someone not. Someone died. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, I did. Someone died, and uh, nothing having to do with anything Disney. It's one of the cardiac arrests, but they died. Outside. It was in, uh, it was near the Spaceship Earth, right? Really? Somebody, so somebody had a yeah. heart. Somebody had a heart yeah. attack. Yeah. So they they, uh, they determined it didn't have anything to do with Disney. So uh, either Disney paid them to say that, or um, or that's the truth. Right. But that actually, there's actually perks to dying at Disney. Not was for the person dying, but the so yeah. So there was a story. There was this family that uh, I forget what I was listening to it somewhere, but one of their family members had like a massive heart attack and died in Disney, and they gave wow. the family like time passes to Disney. That's really scary. That's yeah, super like, scary. It's probably, it's probably a place you never want to go back to after a loved one died there. But right, is the actually uh, how they go back? They, tr- they tried to make it right. They give them the, the lifetime Disney passes. Wow, uh, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. So I have a list of well I kinda I kinda wrote this down because I was wondering what the wait times were during the pre pandemic versus the wait times right now on Disney property. So right. so check this out. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom, uh, it was roughly between 30, 30 minutes during the pre pandemic and now wait times can go up to forty minutes. Wow. Yeah. Really? All right, so at let's see, at Animal Kingdom, they they're saying that uh, during the pre-pandemic, they were saying that it was 35 minutes, 35, 35 minute wait times, and now 35 minute wait times. Just average. Yeah, like an average of 35 minutes. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, so at Epcot, they're they're saying roughly between 15 to 30 minutes. That's actually pretty. That's actually pretty decent for Epcot. Uh, and let's see here, da, 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 uh, Hollywood Studios, 45 to 55 minutes. Yeah. Dane's chiming in in the chat. He said, Dane from last week, he's saying that, um, 
that they post like 40 minute wait times and when you get online it's actually more, more or less around 15 which is pretty cool so so like lesser than Low like pro tip oh, okay so like five to ten minutes roughly yeah, he said like 10, 15 minutes. And did you see they, uh, I don't know if they're going to talk about this or not, but they actually extended their hours, their park hours, I think. Uh, I don't know, it was last week or so. So the parks are closing a little later now. So if you're looking for that new COVID variant, you have a couple extra hours to go explore for it at, uh, at the parks. Not bad. Uh, Six Flags Great America will be reopening next month. They'll be... Where's that at? Well, it's... Oh, crap. I forgot to write that place down. But anyway... Uh, Six Flags Great America. Six, I have a Six Flags near me. Yeah, okay, so Six Flags Great America. That is the uh, the place which, uh, if I can look right here. So where, where, where is it? Six Flags Great America. Uh, Lake County, Illinois. Yeah, all right, so Illinois area. All right, so it's reopening next month. They will be reopening on April 24th, and it's going to be for their fifth, 45th anniversary. Wow, wow, that long. So... Disney is celebrating their 50th anniversary, and we're and they're celebrating their and Six Flags is celebrating their 45th anniversary. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, capacity, of course, will be limited. Guests will need to make a reservation. Masks will be required while riding while riding their attractions, including their water their water rides. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, see, have you ever been to Have you ever been to Six Flags? I've been to the one in Georgia, so okay. that's the one. That's one I went to, and uh, I actually like it. It was their ro- yeah. their roller coasters are so much better than the ones over here in Florida. There's so, some good rides for sure. Oh right yeah, there. like there's this one ride that my cousin uh, took me on. It's called Goliath, and uh, it's 300 feet up, 300 feet straight down. Wow! And you're pulling. You are pulling 80 miles per hour on this roller coaster. So you, you like that one. So you have to wear so you have to wear glasses like the entire time, like these goggles. They they had to, they make you wear these goggles on the ride. And I'm like what? what are these for? Oh, it's because of the for because of the speed. You wanna hear this? What's up? I uh so there's this was like the fastest, tallest roller coaster in America for a while. In uh, the Six Flags near me, it's called Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. It's in Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, there's a there's a roller coaster called King the Ka. 456 feet up the drop is 418 feet and it reaches 128 miles per hour wait a minute is that, is that the roller coaster that has uh, rollbacks every once in a while mm-hmm. okay i want okay i want to go on that ride with the rollback magnet launches yes yeah, so like the magnets you don't get a good like launch so it'll go back yeah i'm terrified of heights so i think i <laughs> if, if it ever rolled back i would have found some sort of way to get it out of that roller coaster. Oh man, I would love to do that. I'll be like, yes, oh we got a rollback. Let's do it again. <laughs> it couldn't, it couldn't go up that little hill fast enough, and it's like two seconds. And it felt like two minutes. So yeah, that's a cool roller coaster, though. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen videos of it on YouTube. I'm like, okay, I'm a maybe right now on that coaster, but everything else, okay, I'm good, but not that one. A Walt Disney World cast member was recently fired after sneaking into Wedding Pavilion and drinking out of out of Disney Springs fountains, and it was all caught on TikTok, Inclu- I don't and, get that. and including and including Disney, Disney Springs security system. Both of both of this Disney cast member TikTok videos got over a million hits. Right. So he got he got he got a million hits. I don't get it. 
So this guy, he was a he was a cast member, right? So he was working for a special event. He snuck into this wedding pavilion. He took some videos, and then he went into Disney Springs while it was closed. He started drinking water out of the water, like the water springs. Like he actually jumped into the springs and started drinking their water. I respect the move. I don't either. It's good ratings. I don't either. But he got but he got a million views for both of his videos. Well, now you know. Now you know which which fountain has the tastiest water. Exactly. It's like which one? Oh, it's this one. Really? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Disney Disneyland Haunted Mansion will return with new enhancements and new gr- ride graphics. Huh, are they? I thought they were just putting up that little sign. Well, that that's part of the enhancements, but they're uh... adding but they're adding more stuff to it in the attraction. So they're gonna make the ghosts more you know more oh, interactive, really? more. More neon lights, more neon paint. So everything, pretty much, what a dark ride means means to be a dark ride. You it's know? funny with Disney because they pick it. It's, it seems like they pick and choose what they think is bad or not now. So like they're changing the uh, Splash Mountain, right? And now yep. uh, because they determined that was bad, now they have someone hanging themselves still on Haunted Mansion. But they have a sign just to remind you that suicide is bad. Yep, it still does. It's <laughs> it, that. Great job, Disney. Thank you so much for ruining our uh, <laughs> podcast episode for saying, don't hang yourself. Really? <laughs> I, mean, pretty, I mean, it's pretty common sense right there. It's like, yeah, little, don't hang yourself. <laughs> that's a huge disclaimer. Please do not hang yourself on Disney property. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, okay. Here's something. Uh, you can now get a Mrs. Potts tea latte from Starbucks. Oh, what's in that? Okay, here here's how you here's how you order it. Okay. You start by <laughs> you start by ordering a Grande London fog tea latte oh, I'm out. I'm out with oat milk. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oat milk. Oat milk. Yep. Uh, two pumps two pumps of vanilla, two pumps of brown sugar, and finally brown brown sugar topping. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's Oh, right. And it's supposed to taste like Mrs. Potts. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Walt. Did the fountain kid. Did the fountain kid make this up? I guess so. He's he's pretty famous right now. <laughs> so I have your last. So here's your last Disney news, and then I can just cover what's going to happen here in Florida. Uh, Walt Disney World is now testing out facial recognition technology for theme park entry. Testing part te- testing takes place in three steps. Guests will begin by entering the designated facial recognition testing lane. After that, guests will be instructed to remove any hats, glasses before approaching the facial recognition testing zone. Then, guests will need to position their magic band or valid park admission ticket close to a scanner to activate the technology. The technology will capture an image and convert that into a unique number that is associated with that valid ticket. The images will only be stored for 30 days. I love that. What do you think on that? Why? Dude, yeah, why? I, I welcome that kind of stuff. I, I all these people. No, go ahead. I get it if you don't have to then do your. Like, if you're just walking through and it's going, oh, okay, you're here, bam, go. Oh, yeah, you're here, bam, go. But if you have to scan your band, then what's the point? I think it's just a exactly thing because you got to do the fingerprint thing. So right now they're they're, t- they're taking touch stuff away. So well, instead of having your finger, instead of having you touch that thing, now it's just kind of scanning you. So it's like I guess yeah, I think they have to assign you. 
I you guess. know, by, by some some sort of metric. So I think it's right. just away from the fingerprint. They're just copying after Apple. Plus they're, plus, they're also, they're, uh, they just announced that they're doing this thing called Magic Mobile. So pretty much everything is going to be on your phone. So like, like your that. so like your Magic Band, your tickets, all you got to do is just put your phone up against a scanner and it'll just go, just run on through the, uh, the turnstiles. That's cool, but I also don't understand why they're just totally uh, like trying to get rid of the Magic Band when I'm sure that makes so much money for them. They made a whole lot of money on it, but the thing yeah, the thing is like that. every band, different bands cost between five to twenty bucks. So it right. all depends on what bands like. If they want a uh, special anniversary uh, band like for the fiftieth anniversary. That band's gonna cost about twenty bucks. If you want a regular band, that that band is gonna cost you five dollars. So, I guess they'll all still be around, but I guess this just gives you the option. Right. Because maybe they just don't feel like giving away free bands anymore when you sign up to get Right. You know, so the last, the last time I went to Disney, uh, my my friend and I, we saw this guest, and she had no magic band, no like no ticket on her. This lady somehow took the initiative to put her uh, magic band microchip inside of her hand. And she oh. went, and she went right inside of the uh, park. I'm like, how the fuck is that even possible to, you know, put a chip inside your hand and go, oh yeah, I, I don't have my ticket, but I got this thing on my hand, and then ding, okay, like really? Pretty, pretty interesting. She's living in the year, you know, 3021 apparently. I guess so. All right, so I have uh, some floor news that I, I want to cover with you guys. Uh, Crown Plaza Orlando Orlando just sold at auction for $35.7 million. That's it? That's it. The Crown Plaza... What are they, what are they putting there? Do you know? Not sure. I am not sure, but it was a, a very... It's a very expensive hotel, and actually went to this hotel multiple times, but how can you, how can you sell a hotel for $35.7 million? Location, location, location. So the lo- Orlando. So the location's on International Drive. Yeah. Right near, right, right across the street from the uh, uh, the convention center, and uh, and it's like, like a few blocks away from SeaWorld. So yeah, that's there crazy. you go. I, I guess they, I guess they couldn't make it through the, uh, you know, without without their uh, visitors from out of state. Right. Uh, Daytona uh, Bucky's has opened oh, up God. to the public this previous monday so yesterday it was they had their grand opening the what have you seen photos from this i have and i'm like i want to go check it out i really want to go check it out right now well i'm talking about like the the pictures from the actual grand opening there's like hundreds of people hanging out from this gas station like no one's wearing a mask so it's not even a gas station it's like a superstore with a gas station inside oh i know bucky's Bucky's is the one where you go in and they have all the, the people and stuff, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're watching, right, yeah. I was watching a YouTube video. I feel like I know more about Orlando than I do about my neighborhood after all these videos I watch. <laughs> videos. Dude, that means that means you need to move here to Orlando, man. You need to move. I can't. I can't. I'll oh. melt. I'll melt me. Oh, damn. You, I sn- like seasons. you snowbird. <laughs> I like seasons. I like seasons. I like the changing of the leaves. So... I think my friend uh, Chris and I are gonna uh, check out my, my co-host Chris from Remy's Roundtable. Uh, we're gonna check out these breweries and uh, Alex, if you want to join us, man, there's some there's a couple on here. They're gonna be like, oh, I know who that is. I know who that brewing is. So I have a list of these breweries that these breweries are owned by women. These are women-owned breweries. 
So let's see here. Uh, Bold City Brewery is over in Jacksonville. So we got that one. Uh, Brew Bus Brewing, which is in uh, Tampa. Uh, we got uh, Tarpon River Brewing, which is in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Yeasty Brews is in Lauder Hill. I like that. Hyper, <laughs> hyper, uh, Hyperon Brewing, which is in Jacksonville. Uh, okay, I the I the name of this brew this brewing because it just has a cool name to it. Fat Point Brewing. Fat Point Brewing. And it's in yeah. and it's in Punta Gorda, so it's a uh, like it's on it's on the west coast of Florida. Oh, Gorda, like fat. Yeah. That's uh, and let's wait, see. Wait, 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 wait. It's called Fat Point Brewing. It's called Fat Point Brewing. Yeah. Oh, so it's literally the translation of the town they're in. Yeah, pretty much. That's funny. That's funny. I like that. And then we have the last one is called uh, Ale Wife Bottle Shop. Ale Wife Bottle Shop. We're, we're living in a pretty cool time that we have all these like pop up. Know, mom and pop type uh, breweries, like all these micro breweries. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So, do you, so do you guys yeah. have any? So, do you have any micro breweries in uh, New Jersey that you go check so out every once in a while? Yeah, so many. I haven't been able to check them out in the past year, but hopefully in a couple weeks when we're all vaccinated in my house, I can start to go out to these places. But uh, yeah, like in, from my house, I think there was like maybe four, or, uh, probably around four or five within like ten minutes of my house. Now it's pretty cool. So and they all sell the beers at the, at the liquor stores around here, so you can get them. I'm on tab at restaurants. And stuff. Oh wow! So are those are those uh, bars like walking distance, or do you have to Uber and Lyft it uh, to get to them? Yeah, yeah, it's about a uh, I think the closest one's like a ten minute drive. Maybe oh, it's not minutes. bad. Yeah, it's it's not far at all. And I would really wouldn't want to walk there. I'd probably die on the way home. But uh, yeah, well, <laughs> but it's but it's uh yeah, it's it's not real far driving. They got cool activities and stuff there. They have really weird rules. I don't know about Florida, but. At breweries at in uh, New Jersey, they're not allowed to serve food because then they need a liquor license. They uh, because they are um, they're technically breweries and not restaurants. Yeah, so if they serve they food, sell alcohol, mm-hmm. that's it. They can only sell alcohol, but no food. So like you can, it feels weird bringing food to like a restaurant. But like like we'll bring like I was I was that one once, and I brought like a couple of things of pizza. We had our business like all, uh, holiday party there, and we had to bring the food there. And they have like takeout menus all there. Sometimes food truck comes up. It makes for a pretty cool atmosphere. But uh, yeah, that's like the little loophole that here in New Jersey because everything's more difficult. Uh, there was a place here in Port Orange. It was a wine place and uh, didn't serve food, but you were fine for bringing food in. And they had a bar and they had some tables. Could be like a universal thing. That yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They didn't serve food, but they were in a shop with many other places that had food, and you could definitely have the food brought to you by the next door burger place. Cause it's they weird. Yeah, it's a it, weird it's so thing. it's so cool what they're what these microbreweries are doing now. I mean, there's yeah. one there's one by um, there's one in w- Winter Garden, and it's called uh, Cricket Cam Brewing, and uh, so their building is actually owned by these mom and pop restaurants so you have like a so you have like a mac and cheese restaurant you have a uh a pizzeria restaurant you have a barbecue joint you have uh homemade donuts place so i'm like that's pretty dope that is actually really cool uh so looking for looking for work white castle is still hiring for the orlando location white castle has announced this week that it's hiring to fill 120 positions 
Wow, the, that's a lot of positions. Yeah, 120 positions. I, I went to White Castle once and was extremely disappointed. Oh, well, <laughs> then you need to come to, to the Florida one because it's a lot bigger. <laughs> I'll give it a shot next time I'm down there. So the new the new White Castle location will be located in the Southwest Orlando at Unicorp's one billion dollar the Village at O Town West mixed use development. The Orlando Castle will mark the a hundred year. I'm sorry. Uh, the Orlando Castle will mark the hundred year old chain's restaurant to Florida since departing in the 1960s. So this White Castle is going to be their 100th location. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's going to be really dope. Uh, let's see, I don't want to talk about that one because whatever. Uh, Sideward Brewing Company will be turning two this weekend. This brewery is actually right next door to Pom Poms in the Milk District area. They will be having a celebration this weekend from March 26th through the 28th. And yeah, that's pretty cool news. Uh, the Gnarly Barley will be moving from Belle Isle to the Ivanhoe Village. They'll be located off of Orange Avenue and its sister venue is called GB's Bottle Shop. So this is actually another, uh, this UCF grad, he actually saved his money and he's, he said, you know what, I want a brewery. I'm gonna go and make just build a small little brewery in the, uh, the Ivanhoe Village and it only costs him about Six hundred dollars for rent. Wow! I mean, to, to build that, to buy that property, only for six hundred dollars. Wow! So it's not bad at all. Uh, let's see here. Coca-Cola is launching a vending machine subscription service in Japan. <laughs> Wait, you gotta have to explain this. You heard that right. Yes, Coca-Cola is launching a vending machine subscription in Japan. So you get a subscription, you use unlimited, unlimited cokes. Pretty much, yeah. Like for a whole year, and you only call, you know, pay like twenty, twenty dollars for it. That's pretty interesting. I will I do guess it. If you're, I guess if you're near vending machines that often. Uh, so I wrote, I wrote this down because this was a, this was a basketball uh, day in history. Uh, Kobe Bryant made a hundred thousand shots in one summer. Wow. You know, I saw something really sad about Kobe the other day. I was at uh, Five Below. I was looking through their books. You know the Who Is books, like the kids' books, like Who Who Was Martin Luther King. Oh yeah. Was, well, there was one that said Who Was Kobe Bryant, and it was like, ugh. ugh. Tear jerker oh, right there, I man. Know. That's messed. That is so messed up to say that in a uh, in a freaking kids' book. Who was Who was number twenty four? Who was number eight? Kobe just Bryant. One, yeah, just that one word change from is to was just mess me up pretty bad so i was watching this uh video uh this morning before when i woke up uh i was watching youtube videos of jason williams from the sacramento king white chocolate white chocolate man man he he was the quickest basketball player on the court mm -hmm. he has it was fun to watch he was fun to watch and plus he was fun to watch when he was on the magic when he was when he was on the Orlando magic for a while did he? St I don't know if it was him or not. I'm not sure if they were just asking him to play there or if he actually did. Do you remember when that big three basketball came out a couple years ago? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did he play? Was yep. He coach or something? Yep. I'm not sure. I feel like he did. He played. He played actually. He did. Yeah, he played. That was. He didn't. Even, he didn't even coach. He was like, now I want to play. I want to teach these kids a lesson. <laughs> that was such a cool concept. Executed so poorly. 
Uh, Coors Light will trade you free beer for quarantine clutter. The brewery will weigh in items uh, items each guest brings. And so after that, then they send them on their way with rebates for packs of Coors Light determined by the total weight. So uh, what, anything? Yeah, so anything. So those guys who donated one to 10 pounds will get a 12 pack. Uh, 10 to 10 to 20 pounds will get a 30 pack. 20 pounds or more gets a 60 pack. They're American pickers now. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ace Ventura 3 is in development uh, no at, at Amazon with with Sonic the Hedgehog writers. Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? I have. How'd you like it? I loved it. I like it. I thought it was great. It was. You saw two Alex? It yeah. was good. Yeah, so I, I like it where um, where Jim Carrey is playing uh, Doctor Robotnik. Oh, right, that's right. So now in the second one, uh, I, I saw some pictures of him in the fat suit of Doctor Robotnik. So now he's go- he's actually forming into the Eggman himself. Uh, oh, he turns into Eggman. Robo- yeah. Or, or, I I had no idea. So Doctor so Doctor Robotnik is Eggman. Oh, I didn't know that. I played the game, but I knew That's the game, man. That's the game. I, I, game, I, the game. <laughs> I could never get past that fire level, which is with every game. If there's a fire level, I just quit. Yes, yeah, like, so, so you quit. Way too hot. So you're telling me that you quit the fire scene during uh, Aladdin and the Lion King video game? No, because I never got to it. Oh, okay. Well, never, yeah. <laughs> I never, never even got that far. No, I could never, in the Lion King, I could never get past that damn animal level where you had to, like, they're all animal levels. They're all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to be king is playing in the background. Oh, that level is hard. That level is a bitch. I'm like I just bought this on Xbox. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, that was a fun game until that level. That made me hate, uh, I can't wait to be king. I can't listen to that song anymore. I get physically nauseous. <laughs> yeah, I get, na- I get nauseous learn- listening to It's a Small World over and over. <laughs> Uh, face off, face off two. Adam Wingard, Adam Wingard okay. confirms Cage and Travolta are interested in oh returning. God, are you serious? Yep. Oh my God, I love Face Off. Okay, well, hey, so Alex, want to hear something cool? Yeah. My uncle was in that movie. He was a stunt, oh. he was a stunt coordinator for that movie. Wow. And during the uh, during the boat scene, he was Travolta's double. Wow! Oh my god! So my mom, so when my mom and I were watching this movie, I, I was watching on H, uh, HBO the uh, a couple days ago, and my mom goes, "What scene are you watching?" I'm watching? Oh yeah, I'm watching the the uh, the boat the boat scene. She goes, "Well, there's your uncle right there." I'm like, "How can you tell?" I'm like, "Oh, you can tell by his hair." I'm like, "Hey, that is my uncle." <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy! Wow. So yeah, and he and, and also my uncle he actually sent me a text the other day. He goes, "Hey, so don't tell anybody, but uh, Face Off Two is happening." I'm like. What? Okay. Well, oh well. So face off two is face off two is happening. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that's cool. Oops. That's crazy. Wow. They're just coming out with sequel after sequel. Oh man, I uh, hope they re- I hope they make a sequel to uh, Air Con. Con Air. I'm sorry. Con Air. Oh man. Con Air. Okay, well they better have Dave Chappelle on it too. Oh, uh, they think it it's a prequel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, twenty. Tony Hawk breaks down in tears after landing a 540, 540 ollie for the very for the very last time. Yeah, I didn't get that. I, I, I watched that video. I was like, why, why does this have to be your last time? 
I guess he's I guess he's trying to make a statement saying that he's quitting uh, skateboarding. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that. I saw he's like that's my last one ever. I was like, but well, what if you do another one? Well, he just I mean he just like the first <laughs> the first trick he landed. I mean, I mean we've got to think. Tony Hawk is what forty five, right? So, yeah, he's getting up there, but he looks great. Okay, so he's forty five years old. He's he landed his nine hundred. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's 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 remarkable. He can still move like that. So without. you're so you're telling me after the five forty ollie, he's gonna call it quits and say, "All right, fuck it. I'm not doing any more skateboarding ever again. I'm done. I I'm, yeah, I, I am so done with skateboarding." Thought it, was, thought it was strange. A lot of bands they go on final tours and then they go on another final tour later. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, Elton John's one of them. He had a Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour for like six years now. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Every, every time the farewell tour. That's right. Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk's like doing a trick and he come, he gets really close to him five forty. He's at five thirty and he just bails. He's like, fuck, oh no, I can't do it. Nope. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I mean technically every time he does it, it would be his last one. And he's finally saying to himself, you know, screw these little kids. I'm not doing this 900 trick ever again. Forget y'all. If y'all want to, if you all want to do the 900 trick, then go ahead and buy the Tony Hawk one and two game, and y'all can do the 900 on that game. All right. Like now, whenever he wants to do it for, for the rest of his life, it's stupid secret. Exactly. He's like, here, kids. I want to show you how to do the 900. Release that. Uh, a custom DeLorean time machine with original parts from the Back to the Future movie is up for sale. Bidding ends on April 15th, and the highest estimate is $500,000. Does it work? It still works, yeah. Uh, as, as of the time of press, this time machine already has $125,000 in bids. And, oh, re- wow. and reserve hasn't been ma- hasn't been made yet. Wait, uh, where where are these auctions? So these auctions are all over. Like this one I found is on a golden auctions. So this website just shows you like what which auctions are up like for you know popular demand like popular demand auctions. So I'm like you know what since I'm a huge Back to the Future fan, I got I gotta talk about this because this is something that I like yeah. like true. Like true talking about it, you know. Really cool. All right, so I have two. I have two more things for you guys for these news. Um, Kellogg's cereal straws are back after 12 years absent. Wait, what? Cool. Oh, 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 the oh. Color? Color? oh yep, the ones that changed. Yep, those. Yeah. It took me a second, but oh my gosh, really? They're yeah. bringing back everything. They're bringing back, man. I don't know why. Like people really miss this like 90s nostalgic, you know. Yeah. You know stuff. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, well, bring it on. What's next? Ring pops. Stimuluses. They just know that all those dumb people are gonna buy all this Exactly. Uh, wow. So your your last news I'm gonna bring up to you guys is this: Tesla stocks will rise by 350 percent by 2025. I hope so. I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy a Tesla just yet. I mean, I don't have the money for a Tesla. Oh man! Well, if you buy some Tesla stock, get some uh, get some Tesla money. It's gonna raise if it's gonna go that up that high. What am I? Gonna, I mean, well, I'm trying to save up for a freaking truck here. Okay, I'm not gonna buy a Tesla just yet. Man, wait! Did you say Tesla stock's gonna raise that much? Yeah, Tesla stocks are gonna raise by 350 percent by 2025. Let's take all the money you have, invest it in 
invest it in a Tesla and buy yourself a DeLorean. Okay, it better be a four-door. It'll, it'll be a four-door DeLorean. Whatever you want with that kind of money. <laughs> All right, guys. When we, when we come back, we're gonna take a, we're gonna actually gonna take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we'll wrap it up for a little bit. And um, yeah, so we'll wrap up the program. Uh, you have been listening to Diz Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, yeah, so we just talked about your guys' news, letting you guys know what's going on here in Florida, what's going on at the uh, the resorts, the theme parks, what is going on here in Florida. Uh, well, this is Diz Journey, and, uh, you know, it's part, of, it's part of Remy's Roundtable, which I'm happy to be talking to these these gentlemen right here so welcome back everybody my name is remy and with me is alex from the Diz his podcast hello and we got the professor we got we call him chris what's going on man so chris you say you got some questions for me man what's going on yeah actually i i have a i have some notes in here titled questions for remy (laughs) sounds good all right uh when did you develop your love for cooking and how hard was it to break the glass ceiling and become the first rodent chef? <laughs> okay, well, you know, I you know, I can actually explain that question very, 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 very carefully if I can. Chef Gusto was actually my uncle. He taught me everything about cooking, and I somehow I met this guy. I met this guy named Laguini, who's to, for me when I, when I'm running around France, I'm like, you know, what, let me find this gay chef named Laguini. <laughs> Yeah, well, he was gay at the beginning, so uh, his, name, his name is Gay Laguini, and then all of a sudden he met this uh, this bite chick, so we don't know her name is, but uh, she rides a motorcycle, and he gets run over by a Vespa, so yeah. <laughs> but Linguini, Linguini is my mentor, so I had to go into his hair, pull his red hair, try to show this fucker how to cook a simple ratatouille, and then you know what? I don't know what happened. I kept biting him, and then somehow I landed on his dick. So there you go. <laughs> so weird enough, that was actually a question for a uh, different Remy. I actually have questions for you. <laughs> I mean, did, did I did, did I pretty much like did I pretty much you know answer answer the Ratatouille I'm, movie properly? <laughs> I'm impressed. The last part I don't quite remember happening in the movie, but everything nope. else everything else is pretty pretty spot on. Well, no, but actually, my well, my one actual question for you is. Uh, why did you start this podcast? And um, and you know, like, what what made you want to start this podcast? And what what keeps it going every week? So with Remy's Roundtable, I uh, it was me and my buddy at first, but he dropped out. So right. 
we had like mixed schedules so you know you know what i'm gonna keep going i'm just gonna keep going with it and i talked to uh some of my co-workers who i used to work with back at you know the theme park so um my buddy chris he him and i used to work with each other back at universal studios so i was working in attractions and he was working in food and beverages for for quite some time uh and then we caught up you know a couple months later and i said hey man my uh, original co-host, he uh, dropped out of the uh, of the podcast. Would you like to, you know, step in and be my co-host, and we can, you know, come up with a, a strategy of the podcast, or we can just keep it the same? Like, nah, man, keep it the same. What's it called? It's called Remy's Roundtable. It's nice and clear. We just talk about, you know, the theme parks. We cover what is actually going on, you know, around the Central Florida area, and since I know what's happening, you know, around the theme parks. I pretty much cover them, and plus I bring, you know, guests on the program, we talk to them, who I used to work with, and we, we just bring up memories and stories, you know, the good times that we had working with each other back at the back at the theme parks, and plus they'll tell me, you know, here's some things you can say about what's going on at the theme parks right now, and here's some things you cannot say right uh, now. Gotcha, gotcha. But, like, so right now, like, I know what's going to happen at uh, the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Nights. So, what's going on? So, yeah, well, Halloween Horror Nights, man, you know, the, the famous spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's going to happen? We'll cut it out of the we'll cut it out of the Well, the main well, the main icon is uh going to be is going to be Beetlejuice. So, everybody oh, everybody I knows see. that. So, Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice is going to be the main icon. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, well, yeah, he just showed up. All right, where's Michael? Where's Michael Keaton? No, oh, he's not here. <laughs> I, I so you know living up here in, in New Jersey I don't get down there very often so I depend on people like you and YouTubers and stuff to kind of you know just kind of uh, just escape reality for a little bit and just kind of listen to what's going on down there cause right everything, so uh, everything everything having to do with theme parks is always just geared towards being happy and having fun it's just kind of cool to escape for a little bit and just put yourself in the shoes of uh, you know of someone that was that could be going there so it's oh, fun yeah. to listen like you so I, I think what you're doing is really cool well thank you have done this for so long well i think i was doing some research and you your first podcast was in 2019 yeah uh, yeah last year last year yeah so we're working on uh it's gonna be our two-year anniversary so that's awesome yeah so i've been we've been doing this for a while and uh i i, I just can't stop you know doing it i mean this is like my my main passion is trying to be you know, a full-time podcaster, and then you know, try to bring it to radio, and hopefully, when I get on radio, awesome. once I get on radio, I know what to say, how to present it to the uh, to the salespeople, and say, "Hey guys, check this out! It's a brand new podcast. I'm sure you guys want this on your show, on your radio stations. I'm pretty sure everybody wants to hear this around the Central Florida area. And I don't really cover, you know, some of the theme parks here in Florida. I cover, you know." other theme parks so like like i mentioned six flags earlier that's you know a theme park that most people know about or knott's Berry or uh hershey park or you know some of the uh parks that are in dubai or in asia or in japan like we talk yeah. about those too like i can say that uh i saw the graphics of the uh the grand opening of super nintendo world that's opening up at uh Universal Studios Japan, and I'm like, holy crap, how, how is that even possible? So I talked to my friend who actually worked on that project. He was in, he was in Japan six months just working on that project, and then when it was done, 
he said, dude, you cannot tell anybody about this until further notice. I'm like, so you can't, so I can't tell people about Yoshi, Mario, Peach, the indoor, indoor roller coaster that's gonna be inside Bowser's castle. He's like, no, you cannot say that. Well, I didn't say, I didn't say a damn word until now, so. (laughs) (laughs) I saw some pictures of that. That place looks like it really puts you inside the video game. It's pretty cool. Which we're, which we're gonna have that same exact you know, replica here in in Orlando, but it's not gonna wow. be it's not gonna be open until twenty twenty five. What's that called? Uh, what's that expansion called? Epic Universe. Epic Universe. I'm actually really really excited for that. I like Universal, but I can't. It's hard for me to spend like more than a day there. So um, I'm really excited for that. Well, that's because... the, that's the point about Universal. You can spend the entire day at Universal. Actually, at both parks, both at. Universal and also at uh, Honest Adventure. You can do pretty much everything in yeah. one day. I right. mean, I did I did Disney in one day. I did all the theme parks in one day. So I went to I That's did all impressive. the Disney I did all the Disney parks first because I know how much I don't know how big the crowds are gonna be. Then I went over to SeaWorld. I did some ro- roller coaster over there. Then I went to Universal and Honest Adventure. And then my last my last theme park that I went to was uh was magic kingdom so i can watch the fireworks and then oh. I, and then i went home <laughs> so that's a whole that's my whole entire day so if you decide that you you want to work at a theme park i'm gonna tell you right now it's hard work it's easy work but you have to decide which theme park you want to work at do you want to work at universal or do you want to work at disney or do you want to work at both theme parks I think I'd be pretty good at one of those uh, working at SeaWorld with one of the those people with the long sticks that just stab Shamu to get back into his uh, his little pen. Yeah, do you know how mu- you know how much that is going to cost you, buddy? That's going to cost you a lot of fucking money to do that. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a I have a question. It might be the hardest question anyone's ever asked you. Go ahead. You say you went to all these theme parks, right? What's your favorite ride at any of the theme parks? The Mummy. Yeah, you have to pick one. Oh, I love that ride. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Because I that, t- that's one of the most fun rides ever. It is because okay. I can tell you I can tell you one thing about that attraction. That is my that is my home attraction at Universal Studios. It was my second home that I worked at. So my first attraction was Jimmy Neutron, and then I got transferred over to the Mummy, and I was there for a couple. I was there for a couple months, and then I switched uh, over to. I got transferred over to a different attraction, then another attraction, then I was on a grand opening team for a certain world. I was the grand opening for uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I've heard of that. So yeah. So, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love the little panic attack I get when uh, when the fire's there. Oh, it was fun. It was so much fun. So, most people don't know this, but uh, I'm sure the audience have heard this before, I mentioned before, but towards the end of The Mummy, you can hear uh, Brandon Frigger say, Son of a bitch, that hurts. That feels so good. Really? I, I don't think I remember that. That's pretty funny. It was during it was during the uh, the coffee scene where he's like, uh, "Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm I'm you're glad. I'm glad you had a good time. I just yeah. I just want my cup of coffee." And then he sees a monster and he goes, "Ah, son of a bitch, that hurts. Oh, it feels so good." Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I do remember that at the very end. Now that that is a really really good ride. I'll be very sad if they ever uh, get rid of that. It's cool when you're riding it with the lights on, though. 
Oh, I bet. That'd be kind of cool. I've never ridden anything with the, with, the, with the lights on. I've also only ridden a lot of these rides a couple times because uh, I don't live near there. So when you visit so when you visit the theme parks here in Florida, do you go to Universal or do you go to, like, Disney, yeah. Busch Gardens? So I've never been to Busch Gardens in Florida. I've been to Busch Gardens in Virginia once. Uh, most recent, the three most recent trips that I've been to uh, Florida was senior trip in 2013. I went back in 2017, I believe, or 20, I don't know, a little bit after that, me and my fiance went, we did four days in Disney, two days in Universal, and then I went back with my family a couple years ago, and we just did Disney, four days in Disney, one day for each park. Okay. So, the next time I go, I'd like to do, I gotta go back to Universal, because the Wizarding World is, is just like, that, it, it's it's worth the trip. It is, and I'm actually... Yeah, that's... And I, Great park. And I'm actually going there on my on my birthday. My uh, my friend of mine is actually getting me into Universal on my birthday. I told him I said, "Hey man, this is my oh, nice. this is my this is my traditional thing. Uh, every year I just want to go into a theme park, hang out with my friends, and then we can go grab lunch or dinner and just call it a day." So. Now, where would you eat? Where would you eat in Harry Potter World? Oh, I'm not eating at Harry Potter. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm not gonna eat there. I'm gonna go eat at Mythos over at Anza Adventure. Oh, uh, I just watched a video of someone getting uh getting. Mythos looked awesome. It is so good. Like, I think it a lamb yep. burger and something else. There, yeah. There's a couple. There's a. They're adding new uh, new menu oh. options actually at Mythos, really? and I'm ready to check that out. It's a there's a vegan option and there's a uh, lamb chop option. So you have your own your own lamb chop, and I'm like, okay, it looks pretty tasty. I'm, I can't wait to check that out. So yeah. Alex is vegan, so that's gonna be right up his alley. There's actually that. <laughs> That one of my favorite one of my favorite things at Universal was um, was right behind Mythos that Poseidon's Adventure. Poseidon's, Poseidon's Fury. Oh my gosh, that was cool. I wasn't expecting that at all. First all right. of all, I was standing for a really long time and had no idea it was a walkthrough attraction. I was a little pissed off. So a previous but, a previous episode, my uh, on Remy's Roundtable, we were talking about you know what can be what can be replaced at uh, at. Uh, Lost Continent, which that's where Poseidon's Fury is. Right. So Did my buddy, so my buddy goes, they should turn that, they should turn Poseidon's Fury into Aquaman. Could they do that? Well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're in the talks right now about you know having DC Comics coming to Universal oh, really? because Marvel's Marvel's contract at Universal Studios is almost up. So that means they had to get rid of Hulk, really? they had to get rid of Doctor Doom, and they had to get rid of Spider-Man. Oh my wow. gosh. I, when, when's the contract up? The contract's not, the contract's not up until 2031. Okay. But, so, okay. So tell me something. Is that part of that Mississippi deal? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, then, so then Orlando can put in, uh, Disney Orlando can put in uh, those characters then, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, so, wow, since they're, so, awesome. so since they're still on the Mississippi contract, they have this many years to say okay what's our next step or hey what can we bring into you know this side at you know at Anza Adventure instead of Marvel so can we get rid of, of uh, Marvel Marvel Island just turn that into DC World but you gotta think about it DC is also contract with Six Flags so Six Flags Six Flags Georgia Six Flags Texas Six Flags anything that has to do with Six Flags that's you know they're still contracted with uh, DC Comics, so. Wow, that's interesting. Wow, that's gonna be that's gonna be really strange. I always felt like uh, the Marvel Island Universal felt like Six Flags. 
it's just compared to Disney, like it's just kind of like very. I don't know. Well, Six Flags was actually concerned about buying out Universal. Was actually buying out. Really? Uh, well, only Honest Adventure because they have, okay. you know, the Marvel, uh, Marvel stuff over there. So I'm like, well, it, it does make sense a little bit, you know. Yeah. yeah so it's very. I don't know. It feels like carnivaly. Right. So my my brother just sent me this weirdest text, and I'm gonna ask you guys this question he goes all right r- r- all right r- random survey you ever take a picture of your dick <laughs> not in a long time i'm like dude why would you why would you send me that text man I don't know, and i know and i know and i know why he's been drinking so that i can tell uh, i can tell <laughs> by his drunk text i'm like are you drinking he's like yeah i'm drinking i'm like dude why would you send me that at 10 o'clock at night bro Funny. Now the zoom never went in. Just don't look at the next next thing he sends you. <laughs> the next thing is him in a in a gag in a with a gag ball in his mouth. <laughs> this is supposed to be a PG a PG podcast. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> nope, I don't think so. <laughs> so I see Alex is repping his uh his Orlando City uh, jersey. So are you ready? Florida, drink out of Florida natural orange juice containers. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. So did it's you? Me so did you read? Um, what's hap- What's happening with the uh, Daryl Deke? I can't read. Alex, I, I don't. I don't read. No, no, I don't. Actually, to be honest, I don't really keep up with Orlando football. I just bought the jerseys to support them when they first came out. Oh man, you should, man, you should well, be. I know the season's starting soon. So. It is starting. It is uh, starting soon, but. Uh, Daryl Daryl Deke may not be joining uh, Orlando City because he's. I think he's doing. I think he's be going to a different, not a different team, but a different. Uh, uh, what's that? Where I'm looking for division. So uh, it's like a division below Orlando City, and then after he's done playing with that with that division, he'll be back with Orlando City like during preseason for a little bit. So I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what. Orlando City can do uh, this season, but let's see here. The Orlando, the Orlando Magic, uh, just oh, man. they lost to the Denver Nuggets. They did today. One ten to ninety nine. Yeah. Other than beating, uh, who they beat? Who they beat a couple weeks ago? A week ago, they beat someone a week ago. Other than that, they they lost like. 24 games. They're trying. They're they're trying to get the they're trying to get the uh, the number one pick in the lotto. So that's oh, what that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah, Robbie, you know what's funny? I have a good friend, Robbie, who's a Magic fan. In the beginning of the season, the Magic were like three and zero, and he started doing the math, and he actually calculates how they can become like fifteen and zero off the bat. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Yep. They haven't won more than like five games since. Uh, they haven't. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is such a bad season for the Magic, and I mean, as a fan, I should be you know happy about their standing, but I'm not. I am actually sad about their their losing streak, and they're not you know cooperating yeah. with the uh, winning these games. I don't know what Steve Clifford is doing. To his team, but he really needs to it's step. He really needs ball. to step it up. It's not it's injuries, but I hope Aaron Gordon and Fournier get traded before deadline ends where, on uh, Friday. Where can you see them going to? Well, right now there's talks about them going to Boston. 
uh, for a couple first rounds and Marcus Smart, which is okay. I heard I heard Lakers was in the talk too. They're trying to get going to the Lakers. Lakers are in the market for everybody. I feel like. yeah. Really, every time is. I haven't heard that one, but I mean, I don't care where he goes as long as we get something in return. I just I know he's not gonna fit with Ji next year, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were so there were good they are good players though. Like they are like the top of the game uh, for Orlando. Like they are the superstar of the Orlando Magic. Like. Who else, can, who else can you mention, like, right now uh, on the Magic that's considered as a superstar? I mean, you can mention, you know, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Vukovic, yeah. Vooch. Yeah, you can mention him. Former yeah. Sixer. That's right. Marco uh, Fultz, Sixer. Uh-huh. You, you can have You know what? I'm envious of you guys being Magic fans because at least you know your team sucks. You have no, like, it's like, it's like you know, it's like, yeah, I don't expect it to be good as a Sixers fan. They, they just, they do so good, and then they just rip your heart out. Yeah, I mean, hey, the only t- the only guy you liked was Allen Iverson, but that was, like, back in the 90s. Well, Joel Embiid is, uh, has my heart right now. Is he really? Oh, wow. I love Joel Embiid. I write, him, I write him letters under, uh, under an anonymous He's still name. saying trust the process today. I know. Well, we're still trusting it. It's still a process. <laughs> <laughs> it's still processing. It's still processing. All right. So uh, before before we wrap this up, uh, Alex, what's coming? What's coming up on the next uh, Diz His podcast? What's going on, man? The voice. Don't even say another word unless you do the voice. No. Next up, <laughs> uh, we're doing uh, Kermit the Frog character. Really? So are you guys going back, like talking about Jim Henson, and then the now you know voice actors is doing Kermit right now? Of course. We'll we'll touch base on that. We'll touch base on uh, where Kermit came from his development and how he uh, propelled himself as well as the Muppets through, you know, the, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Okay, but you need to mention Seth MacFarlane's uh, Kermit the Frog, too. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't quite know what you mean. Oh, my gosh. So, so so on YouTube, Seth MacFarlane does yeah. a, uh, a parody of Kermit the Frog, and uh, he's doing his uh, Liam Neeson impression as Kermit the Frog. Oh, really? Yeah. Check that out. So you, you might need to put that down for Kermit the Frog. Uh, Chris, Chris what's, what's, com- what's going on with you, man? What's coming up with you, man? Big week this week. Probably wake up tomorrow, get a shower, eat some breakfast. Um, Sounds good. Figure out what to do for the day. Um, no, I don't think I'm not really doing anything new this week. I'm excited for Friday. I'm glad that these Marvel shows keep getting put, pumped out on Fridays. It gives me something to look forward to. Get this, you know, I've had a pretty busy work week this week, so ending the week with a new Marvel show is always good in my book. And then last week, we didn't talk about this at all, but Justice League came out. And, uh, got to end the week watching Justice League. I d- did not like the Zack Snyder Justice League. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, I, it I, was I, 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 garbage. I I loved it. Wait, wait, did you watch it? The all, all the four hour version just came out. Yep, I oh, still I still think it was garbage. I'm not. I'm, I'm being honest, man. I'm just saying it was garbage. So I'm a big, I'm a big Ben Affleck Batman guy, though. I think he's a he's a horrible Batman. I have his poster on my ceiling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, rip it off. Just rip it down. <laughs> I put another one up after I saw them. <laughs> all right, guys. Well. Uh, Anything else we can wrap it up? Uh, we're gonna say this. Uh, we're going to get our social media in there. Uh, Alex, where can everybody where can everybody find Diz His? Uh, Dizhis.com. Of course, Dizhis65 on Twitter, Instagram. Let's go ahead and check us out. And Chris, what's your what's your social media, man? 
Oh, well, I have a drone page uh, at Nature on the Fly on Instagram and Facebook. I do amateur drone videos. <laughs> not, the, not the. Uh, I'm not very amateur. Yeah, I'm not talking about the drones that the government put out disguised as birds that are flying around. Not those. It's a, it's a camera one. We'll talk about that next episode. That actually sounds fun, actually. <laughs> well, uh, guys, of course, you can check out Remy's Roundtable on Spotify. And uh, join our Facebook page. That's Remy's Roundtable. And uh, if you guys want to make a donation, we are, we are doing a fundraiser right now for Remy's Roundtable. Uh, our goal for this month is $300. So if you guys want to make a donation, wow. you are more than welcome to. That's... Uh, that helps that helps us out to bring out more products more uh equipment more uh live events for you guys more gift cards you name it this is what we are doing for you guys for the audience and uh for our very quite for our very uh last question is this and alex and chris do not answer it it's for the audience only so okay. guys here's your uh here's your trivia question for this month and that is at what age did Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader? If you guys know the answer, please send us an email, send us a text, and we will pick a random winner and we'll give you that $15 gift card to Pom Poms over by the Milk District area. Well, guys, that is, our, well, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of myself, my name is Remy, and with me is Alex. Yep. And Chris. So long, guys. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Diz Journey on Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Take care.